Hey there, welcome to the Agents of Revival podcast. If you're ready to be healed and take full accountability of your life by evolving into your best self, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Andrea Griffin Rogers, and I'll share with you winning steps as well as personal tips and anecdotes on how to go from brokenness to wholeness and from scattered pieces to inner peace. So come on in and join me on this healing journey and let's become whole together. Enjoy it. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you today? I pray all is well. This message stirs your faith, falls on good ground, produces good fruit in your lives. Today, we are talking about access, determined appetites. And we are in, for those that may be new to the podcast, welcome. We are in a vision series where we're going to talk about so many things pertaining vision. I'm going to help you clear, get clarity on your vision, understand your vision, how to operate in your vision, identify the right team needed to see your vision grow, and how to show up and execute your vision properly, effectively, and efficiently. And one thing I am excited about with this series, as I've been mentioning to you for a while now, um, since we've been back with season five, is that vision is so important across the board. You know, like most times, especially if you're in the church sector of faith, um, we hear vision pertaining to business. And that's it, like pertaining to business, pertaining to your dreams and your goals um, that you want to achieve and accomplish as far as success. And, you know, when I was studying and preparing for this message during my sabbatical and even last year, because last year God gave me. Uh, what I was going to talk about this year, <laughs> just look at how God works. And, um, and I remember at first when God gave it to me last year, I was like, what? Okay, God, I think people already taught on vision before. And God was like, just wait a minute. And, you know, over time, uh, he helped develop this message for me to understand just how important vision is. And I have seen it in my life. I mean, Having the right friendships is so important in this season. If you're going to achieve anything in your life, you got to have the right team around you. That's not just people that you employ or people that you're working with on your job or on a project. That is the right people. Are you hanging out with the right members of your family? Yeah. <laughs> I know some of you are like, oh, I wouldn't think she's going to say that. Yeah. Because whether you come from a big family or a small family, everybody should not have access to the innermost parts of you just because they're family. Mm -mm. I'm not going to give you access to me because my access granted will determine my appetite. What do I mean by that? I mean, you can find yourself, for example, having access to somebody in your family that is a Debbie Downer. They are always negative. They are always gossiping. They are always talking about people. They are always um, criticizing themselves, criticizing you. That's not somebody you want to give access to. Because by you giving them access to the innermost parts of you will determine your appetite, will determine what you start to want to consume or crave, what you desire. And so now, for example, maybe you never felt anything bad about yourself, but now you've hung out with this particular family member or this particular friend 
And now all of a sudden you're so critical about yourself. You're constantly talking about your weight or your hair or how you look or how you look in pictures and or, um, you know, what type of home you have, a car you drive or the business profession that you once were doing that you weren't happy about. But then you heard this friend or this family member criticizing it. And so now all of a sudden you're not happy about it. You're not fulfilled in it. And you got to trace back to where did the infection take root at? Because everything starts in seed form and then root to produce to ultimately produce to ultimately ultimately produce fruit. Excuse me. And so you have to look at where was a seed planted? Where was a bad seed planted that started to make you question or second guess yourself? Access determines appetites. What you give access to in this season will ultimately determine what you will crave and then eventually go after. You know, people who watch the news all the time wind up being very stressful, irritable, um, sometimes mean or nasty, or live anxious lives. And this is not to say that everybody who does with anxiety watches the news. I'm saying with this example, they live anxious lives. And then you're looking at them like, why are you so afraid? Why are you so anxious? Why are you um, so worried or, or nervous or having a, an attitude all the time about things that it's like, why is that even bothering you? But you got to look at what did you consume that ultimately determined your appetite. Basically, what did you give yourself access to? I remember when COVID-19 happened because we all went through COVID. And so I remember when it happened, I was a person who used to watch the news. Um, now, at the time, I was only really watching the news just for the weather. But then when COVID hit, it was like, okay, I need to know what's going on with this disease. What is it about and whatnot? So I was watching the news. And then all the death reports came out. And every day, it was like thousands of people were dying. And so I went from being okay in my faith, knowing that I'm doing the right things. I'm isolated anyway, because if you've been following this podcast, you know I went through a Job wilderness season where I, I was dealing with sickness anyway prior to that as well as some other things so it was like okay this um you know uh quarantine or isolation or that they want you to do social distancing like I was already doing it so that wasn't nothing for me so it was like okay cool I'm already doing it I don't have to worry about that but the more I saw the death tolls every day meaning the more I was giving excess of what was going on on the news to my mind the more my heart became anxious, the more my heart became fearful and and I became nervous even of the people I live with in my house. I mean, the moment I stepped out of my bedroom, it was I'm masked up. <laughs> I'm wearing gloves. I laugh now, but back then it was serious. Like I was so afraid because I was giving myself excess consuming these reports of all these death tolls every day and all this negativity on the news. 
And it was just making me depressed. And I didn't realize it at the time. And most times we don't realize the things that we consume, what they're doing to infect and impact us. That's just like, you know, I had to realize something that the Holy Spirit was showing me or God was showing me in my life with hanging around certain people, family, friends, it didn't matter. Because certain people will always say certain things that would not fit the bill of what I was believing for. Whether it be they were downing uh, my dreams and goals and aspirations, which you guys wouldn't be here today had I listened to that. But, you know, what? whether it was them downing, you know, the validity of my dream of Agents of Revival and what it could become, or if it was them um, just with an impoverished mindset and always talking about their money problems and what they don't have and and how much things cost and whatnot. And then I started to talk just like them. And it wasn't until one day I was doing something to bless somebody else. And this means financially that I had realized, oh my goodness, that impacted me. Where did that infection come from? I didn't realize it. And here I was doing something nice to somebody else and and then making them feel bad about what I was doing nice because I started to speak out my mouth what I was what I heard for a long time other people saying about finances and how expensive things are and and you know just I was going against something that was always naturally in me which is generosity because of what I had given myself access to of hearing other people who did not have that same generosity spirit that would complain about every single dollar spent on somebody else. And that was like, oh no, oh, I got to check this. I, I can't keep letting this continue to infect me. I got to uproot this because I've never been this person. So I can't become this now. So we have to be intentional about guarding our minds, guarding our hearts. Because they determine the course of our life. You know, um, where there is no vision, the people perish. Or when you do not accept divine guidance, when you do not accept wisdom, making wise choice decisions on what you're consuming, you run wild. Your mind runs wild. Your heart runs wild. You're, and you don't live a happy or joyful life it all starts from within you have to be intentional and disciplined about working on the things from within just like I had to take hold of my mind and uproot that that bad seed that was planted that went against an entire lifetime of good seeds of generosity that was just always naturally me and I didn't realize until it manifested itself that, oh, wow, that's a problem. And so what, what are you not paying attention to? And what are you paying attention to? Are there some areas in your life that you need to uproot, that you need to take hold of, that you need to stop giving yourself access to? Because it's determining your appetite. 
you know, I'll give you another example. Uh, recently, I was on the treadmill at the gym. And, you know, they have, I guess it's called gym TV, like different things you can watch on the treadmill. And so I was scrolling through and one was um, a food channel. And then another one was like a recipe channel or something like that. And so I clicked it and I'm watching them, you know, create different type of foods and stuff. Uh, this ain't what I want to see <laughs> right now while I'm on the treadmill trying to work out. Okay, this and exercise. This is the last thing I need to be looking at in terms of food. Because now I'm looking at you slicing some pizza. And even though I don't eat meat, but, you know, I'm thinking of a veggie burger while you have, may have a burger on, a regular burger on the, the um, menu or whatever that the chef is cooking. Or whatever else they're cooking. And it's like, oh, that look good. I, You know what? I think I want to get off this treadmill and go get me something to eat. Why? Because excess determines appetite. I gave my mind access to watch and consume this broadcast, if you will. And so now I'm craving for something that is going against what I'm working on right now. And so what are you giving yourself access to that is going against what you know you want to work on, what you know you want to become better at, how you want to grow? This can also apply to relationships. Some of you out there may be in the wrong relationships and you keep giving yourself access to this relationship and then wondering why you can't pull yourself away. Why you, you know. You know, I feel, you know, one thing I've learned in my life personally and being in relationships in, in the past, because, you know, I've been single for a while now and I'm very happy because it helped grow me and develop me in areas that I needed to be developed in. But I've also been seeing it in other people's lives. And I'm like, every person that's in a relationship that's not going anywhere, that's not leading to, let's say, marriage, if you know you want marriage, that's not fulfilling you. Every person knows it and yet you still stay. And so you have to then ask yourself, why am I staying here? Is it because I'm afraid to be alone for a season? Because it's only a season of separation. It's not going to be forever. But sometimes people feel like, well, I don't, I still don't want to be alone. And then you got to get to the root of that. There's something deeper there that makes you cling to this person. And it's not that person. I'm sorry. You know, the, if I could just be honest for a minute, there's no sex that's that good that's worth your joy and peace. That's worth your state of mind. But some people are still willing to stay. And so you got to find the underlining problem there that you keep avoiding and don't want to address. Because there's something there that's probably in your past that's making you cling to the wrong relationship and it's making you afraid to leave. And then you're wondering why your appetite is not fulfilled. Why you're not full of ever, ev every time you're with that person. Why it's only like just a few crumbs you're able to get and that's it. Or you consumed from them. And you thought you were full until they left and then you realized you were thirsty or hungry again. Excess determines appetites. What you 
are really craving for is something deeper that deals with within you. And most times we think that it's an external thing. It's it's just them. It's just something about them. I just need them. No, you don't. There's something inside of you that you really need that you're not addressing. And sometimes it it's daddy issues that you're running away from or it's mommy issues that you're running away from. Or it's abandonment issues or it's rejection issues or nobody ever told you they love you before. And it's the first person that said they love you. And so you're clinging to them and the, and you feel like that's your joy. That That's your peace. And, and if they leave, you your world's going to end. I'm here to tell you your world will not end if they leave. You will begin again. But if you do not focus and clear away the cobwebs that is blocking your vision, take off the rose-colored glasses, the, the painted, tinted glasses that you're wearing that is distorting your vision and not allowing you to see things clearly, then you're going to see yourself continuing the same cycles over and over and over again. It's a new year. It's a new season. And yet you're going to feel like this is the same year as last year. It's the same season as last season. And it's not because time has not changed. Time has changed. You haven't. And so let this be your wake up call today to say, you know what? What can I do to better improve myself? What are some things I need to turn off? I'll give you an example for my singles out there. And if you're not married, legally married, then you're single. Okay. So just put that out there. Okay. Um, In this season of my singleness, I realized again, because I've taken time. Thank you, God. I've taken time for my growth and my development. So I've intentionally been single. I'm not single because there ain't nobody out there. Okay. <laughs> Your girl gets hits. However, I'm single because I'm intentional about what I want. And I've been disciplined and staying focused on achieving my goal and making sure that the right person has access to come into my life. So, no, I have healthy boundaries up for the wrong people. And so in this season, because I've been single, I do not give myself access to certain things. I don't watch too many Hallmark movies, for example, because that's like the love channel. I don't watch too many Hallmark movies because it's all about love and romance and falling in love and all those different things. And I know that, you know, we are in the love month where we're actually like in the love week, as they say. Um, I don't know where you are around the world, but in America, this, you know, uh, November. Uh, November. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I meant. <laughs> that is so funny because it's not even November. Uh, February 14th is Valentine's Day. And um, usually it's the love day. Everywhere you go, it's hearts and romance and candles and flowers and balloons and whatnot. And so I don't watch, for example, the Hallmark Channel. Great movies on there. In the past, I have watched them, love the channel. However, I don't watch too many romance films in this season. Why? Because it's going to deter me from my goal right now. My goal, my focus is on the vision, the mission, the plan of action that my God has given me to fulfill on the earth. So it's not on romance. 
when the time comes for romance, then okay, hey, let's let it blossom. But right now, until I start dating somebody, that's not my focus. So I cannot give myself access to something that's going to then make me crave, have an appetite for something that I don't need to be focusing on right now. Same thing goes with music. I don't listen to certain songs. Actually, right now, most of my time, I listen to classical, jazz, or a different type of Christian music. I do not consume love songs and, and all that. No, because I know that the minute I turn on one of my favorite artists, whether it's an old school artist or a new school artist, um, and I mean in terms of new school, meaning after the 90s <laughs> or before the 90s, because I don't really know too many new people today in 2024. Um, honestly, I've stopped listening to most hip hop, R&B, rap and all that back in like 20 maybe 2018, 2019. So anybody after that, I have no clue who they are. Um, but again, I've been intentional about it because since we're talking about this example, I my last relationship was in 2017. Or let me rephrase that. My last relationship ended in 2016. My last dating spell, if you will, of dating different guys was in 2017. So I, your girl been single for a while. Okay, so, you know, I know God is saying to me, this is my season. But when, again, when the right person come, then, OK, we'll open that door. But until then, I got to stay focused on what I'm doing. Because if I open myself up, to listen to love songs, if I open myself up to watching love stories and romance, romance, whatever it's called. I don't know the, the, the jargon now. Uh, dramedies, whatever. I don't know if I open myself up to these romantic movies. Oh, I think they're called rom-coms. Okay, yeah, that. <laughs> I knew it was going to get there. If I open myself up to that, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, and I want this and I want that. And it's like, no, mm-mm. I have a goal that I am focused on. And so my vision is very clear in my direction. And so I am intentional and disciplined on what I give myself access to. And so apply some of these examples to your life, wherever you fall in. If I, if I've not given an example of something that's an area that you fall in, then take the principle that you need for what I'm saying today and apply it to your life. What are you giving access to that is going against your goals for yourself? Because again, access determines appetites. This makes me think of. Um, there's some stories that I have read in, um, in the Bible that talk about, you know, certain things like this. And one of the things is, uh, one of the people rather is Samson and Delilah. And a lot of people know this story. It's a, like a, it's a weird love story. <laughs> you know, for those that don't read the Bible, don't know anything about the Bible, Samson and Delilah, Samson was this great, um, this great guy, you know, that God was using to do a let's let's how let me put it. Let's say he was a general. Let's try to make it modern. So Samson was this great general, this great army guy. And 
he was the best soldier. So he was like Captain America. Okay. He was Captain America. And unlike Captain America and Marvel, up until a point, he had morals and values and principles that were built on faith in God. And so it was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. My vision is very clear and I'm going to focus on and do what I need to do. However, then he started to have access to the rest of the world. And as like Captain America, he traveled and started to have access to the rest of the world. Then he started to have cravings for things that he should not be having cravings for. And so then he needed his appetite fulfilled. And one of those things were women that did not believe in what he believed, that did not believe in the God that he believed in, that did not have the same morals and values and principles that he had. And so Samson, a.k.a. Captain America in this particular story, decides, oh, I want that woman. Now, this woman, uh, let's say, what's another? Um, oh, you know what? I'll say this woman is Mantis. <laughs> so anybody that's not familiar with Marvel, I'm sorry. I'm trying to make it modern for you guys to understand. This woman is Mantis, and Mantis in the Marvel comics is... Um, she is an alien. So again, she don't have the same views, values, principles, none of that as Captain America, who's this earthly person or in this sense, Samson. So Samson is, you know, this great soldier. And here is Delilah, who is this like alien from somewhere who has different morals, values, and principles. And, but he want her. He goes after her. And he winds up getting caught up in some mess he needs to be caught up in. And he loses his strength. So basically the super serum <laughs> that he had that empowered him, which came from God um, in this uh, in this instance. It wasn't like the super serum that he drank. It was a power that came from God. He lost it all because he got tied up with Delilah. He gave access to the wrong person. That took him off course of what he was supposed to be doing. So he was totally neglecting the rest of his assignment in terms of leading the troops. Because he was caught up with this woman. And then by him getting caught up with this woman and not being where he was supposed to be. And being laid up in bed with her. Actually the people who he was fighting against. She would lull him to sleep. And they would come in and attack him. And they attacked him Three times before ultimately subduing him. Because each time he would tell her the secret to his power. And so she would call the enemy and say, hey, I, I think I finally got the secret to where his power is. And they would come and try to attack him. But it wasn't until the final time. Because he was the Bible literally says he was tired of her nagging. The final time he had given himself access to her because she was getting on his nerves. He finally told her his secret, his secret to his power. And so the, she called the enemy again after she lulled him to sleep. And you could put, you know, I'm saying lulled him to sleep. The Bible says lulled him to sleep. You kind of add in what you want in there of clearly what happened in the bed with them too. And so, you know, the enemy comes in. And this time, Samson thinks he's going to be able to fight off, you know, as he's always done. When has he always done? But no, 
the enemies came in and basically Thanos him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no Marvel. Basically came in and overpowered him. And gouged out his eyes. Mutilated him. Cut off his hair and everything. He was ruined. Now, the end of his tale was not that. The end of his tale was while he was in the captivity, he was able to, you know, by praying to God, he was able to get some strength back to fight off those enemies in that moment. And then that was it. That was the end of him. But how much more further could he have gone? How much more could he have accomplished and achieved had he focused clearly on his vision and his goal instead of getting sidetracked and giving access to something that ultimately took him away from what he's supposed to be doing? So again, what are you giving access to in your life that is deterring you from your goals? And you may feel like, well, I'm still achieving my goals while this thing or this person is in my life. But is it still coming at a cost? Part of that cost could be your joy, your peace, your happiness, your rest, your focus, because maybe while you were doing what you were what you were supposed to do, what you've been focusing on, then they call calling or complaining or texting or whatever. And so now you're stressed out or upset or just irritable in this moment because then you got to deal with that. So now your focus is kind of sidetracked because of this thing. Again, what are you giving access to? Because in this season, it's going to determine how far you're going to go. If you want to go far. You're going to have to be willing to make some cuts in your life. Everything can't go. Everybody can't go. And so you got to be willing to pull back. That could be from family. As I said, my first example, it could be some friends that you're going to have to say, you know what? I'm sorry. Things have been good up to a point, but now we're going different ways. And it doesn't make them bad. It just means that you're not going the same way anymore. And she so made to cut those friendships off. Could it be TV or social media? And you find that every time you go on there, you have the spirit of comparison stressing you out because you're comparing your life and your goals and your journey to theirs. And now all of a sudden you're anxious. Again, what are you giving access to in this season? Three points and we're out of here. Number one, identify the areas you need to change your habits in. Basically, identify the areas that you have been consuming, that you now need to stop giving access to. God cannot address mess that you pretend is not there. And so as long as you pretend that that's not bothering you, it's not really distorting your focus or your vision, then, then you continue to push through something that ultimately is a barrier that just needs to be removed. Why make the journey up ahead harder on yourself? It can be easier. It can be an adaptive flow. If you do the first thing I just said, adapt. Make some changes. So number one, again, identify the areas you need to change your habits in. 
Number two, figure out your why. Why do you want to change? Why do you want to stop giving that excess? Why do you want to stop consuming that? Or why do you want to consume something new? Why do you want to give yourself access to whatever this new thing is or this next thing is? What difference do you think it'll make in your life? And who are you really doing it for? All of these goes into figuring out your why. Because when you figure out your why, it will help you stay focused on the journey. And then the last one is create a plan of action and begin the course. Things that's just in your mind to do will never get done until you write it down and then make a plan of action. That's how you achieve your goals. Taking it out of your mind, stop talking about it, writing it down so that it's plain and clear on a tablet, phone, paper, pen, I don't care. (laughs) Write it down. Because when you write it down, then ultimately you will achieve it and God will help back it because you've written it down and made a plan of action to tackle it. But as long as it's just in your mind, then the vision cannot come to pass. You got to write it down. Even if it's a long-term goal um, that you don't know how to get to just yet, write it down. I found just, you know, I know we're over time, but I'll say this really quick before we go. I found that I wouldn't be here today with the Agents of Revival ministry, business, podcast even, since we're on the podcast. I wouldn't be here had I not wrote it down first. This was back in 2018 when I first had the idea of not only this ministry that was given to me by God, but then also just, ooh, I think it'd be cool to do a podcast one day. But I was too afraid back then. So I just let it go, but I still wrote it down. And then over time, it manifested itself. But I wrote it down first, even if I didn't know how to do it. You got to write it down. So, like I said, identify the areas you need to change your habits in, figure out your why, and create a plan of action and begin the course. Because it is important in this season to... Focus your vision because access determines appetites. Something the Lord bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord God be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give his shalom, give his peace. Take care. Love you guys. Bye now.